Oh no, now the knee. Oh, well, that was that. Manu, what's he done there? He sold the dummy with a knee injury. It's a fake knee injury. Manu set up a throw for Bobrovsky. It's the next tackle. He gets an offload. He goes back and gets the football. Probably feels a cramp coming on in the back of his calf. Oh. And then just <laughs> takes off. Oh, what a beauty. So. You pick which has been the better moment. The bloke kicking the ball back from the traffic at the southern end, or Manu, the cramp, the fibber, and takes off to set up a trial. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of the Supercoach Tragics podcast. I'm your host, Dan, coach of Badonkadon, fresh off a hot week. Um, tonight, we're only going to a uh, small crew tonight, just myself and Glenn. Uh, Glenn, mate, how was your week? Yeah, you know how it was, mate. It was a horror. It's, like I said, it's the sixth round, sixth round in a row where I've played with sixteen players. I keep losing them, but decisions made. I was going to buy Tedesco. I bought Turbo. Then I put the captaincy on him. I had mm-hmm. again. I could have looped Hines and uh, and still come out ahead. My lowest player was thirty nine, but yeah, I was one thousand and something thirty three, or was maybe less mm-hmm. than that. It was one thousand something. I dropped yeah. from three k to six k, then six k to ten k. So I'm killing it. Mm. Oh, if you're gonna if you're gonna um go like if you're gonna get a bad score, you may as well get in a, in a round where most people got bad scores too. It wasn't like yeah. one of those fifteen hundred scoring weeks. So absolutely, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go next because I had a pretty cracker of a week. I got ranked two hundred ninetieth in this round, so um, got a twelve seventy eight, pretty top notch score there. Went from seventeen hundred down to four twenty. I'm ranked now overall, yeah, which nice. is really good. I'm um, in top five hundred, so very happy with that. Um, but I'm not too confident in this week's team just because of all the outs, but uh, we'll get to that now. So um, we'll start with the Tragics overall group. Um, still number one, that's Sam from the, the Elite, sitting in fifth place overall, mate. Well done there. Um, coming in second, we've got Frank's Tanks, who is 44th overall, and third, old mate, 58th overall. I'm like ranked 420, and I'm still 14th in our overall group. So this is a pretty elite group this uh, this year. So... Yeah. But I'll, I'll make I'll make I'll make a vow now because I have a habit of coming home pretty strong. If I do win the overall and I take someone off this, I'll get I'll donate my ring to the second place person because I won this couple of years back. I don't need another ring, so um, I'll it's on video now, so I can't take it back. Right, I'll remind you <laughs> that when I get there. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's get cracking. So uh, first up, uh, first game: Sharks versus Cows. Main news here. Yeah, this should be a good um a good round. I mean, the cows have the um they play in the uh, buy round. I don't see a lot, you know. Holmes has been killing it, especially since I stupidly sold him. Um, yeah, I don't see much to buy here. The only ones of interest is our uh, Cotter, but I mean, I, I feel like Cotter could go back to the bench and Granville could start again. But Granville's interesting. I've had a few people ask me about Granville. I personally wouldn't be touching him, and I still like all the back from uh all the backs from the Sharks. But obviously, Sharks don't play around thirteen, so. We're really starting to build now for the buy rounds. Yeah, I'm really um I'm liking Hines here for a nice big score in this game. Yeah. Um, I know um it's a, it's a home game for the Sharks. Um, looking like one of the only dry games this week as well, yeah. which probably puts a negative against Nat, uh, Hines with his uh dry hair. But I'm sure he'll get it wet somehow. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm actually liking... considering straight C there. Yeah, I'll, I'm I'm looking at my team. I haven't got very many. I've got three spare green dots in my uh, first two starters on my team. So um, I was a bit concerned about any players that might pull out last minute. So I've got three spare green dots. So looping wouldn't be the biggest issue for me. But um, 
as long as I, you got to look at the rest of the games and see if there's any backups that could be a good captain. So obviously we can't captain Cleary if we beat Hines. So um, yeah. yeah. But I, I've got a decent backup in mind, which I'll get to a bit later anyway. So yeah, well I was considering myself with Latrell as my captain and VC Hines. It was the only other option I considered. But um, like you, I've only got a couple of them on the bench. I think I've got um, three: Mole, mm. Perham, and Fatoa. So. Um, yeah, I, I was sort of hoping for a late carnage because Perrin plays the last round, which means that I can kind of slide him in there for Taruva if he's out and hopefully yeah. that disrupts other people. Yeah, I, reckon, I, I love when that happens too. And that, which is like, always like, if you're long to have a plan to back up, which is what um, you're very famous for, having that backup plan. When yeah, that yeah. Thing, when everything collapses, you're always you're ready for the right for the picking. So, yeah, I, I'm really liking Holmes in this game too. Um, I like him. He's up against Talakai's side, isn't he? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I think um, Holmes might have a bit of um bit of room to run there. So I'm liking Holmes on this side as well. So Actually, I'm sorry, mate. He's not. Talakai runs on the left side. So he's running on, on Ramey inside. Yeah. Yeah, the other side. Yeah. That's right. Either way, those centers on that, on, on to the um Sharks, I know they're a bit, they're bigger boys. They might not be the, the fastest when it comes to defense. So I think Holmes may be able to um, manipulate his way around there. So I'm liking Holmes in this game too. Yeah, especially the one thing Kennedy doesn't do well is um he gets up in the line. So the kick behind could be on for the cows. And I do agree with you with Holmes chasing that kick. So, yeah, I'm with yeah. you on that. Awesome. All right. Uh, next game, first game for the Friday night, Parramatta versus Newcastle. Um, uh, he, he dunced his back. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, a lot of people got lucky there. I mean, we warned that that was going to happen, didn't we? Um, mate, there's a lot of players in this game of interest. So one of the players that I am looking at that I may do, um, I, I'm deciding between Olakawa to Curran or Ryan Madison. Um, I'm sort of waiting for Maddo to drop a bit, but he just keeps pumping out. Mm. Um, Dylan Brown, obviously, um, Will Penasini, and but the one I really like is Clint Gutherson. He's a mm. quite achiever. I think that if you're looking for getting rid of Turbo um, this round, if people are looking at, at doing that, you know, you could, couldn't go too wrong, I reckon, bringing in Gutho if you've got Luttrell as well. Yeah, I haven't really um done too much in depth research on Gutho, but over the origin period, from just from the um memory, I think he he tends to go up pretty uh, well. I think he tends to kind of turn up, doesn't he? Well, that's right. I mean, they don't have a great lot going out of uh in origin. You know what I mean? They, they their spine's pretty much untouched. Uh, the Eels, so they tend to do well through that through that duration. You know, they could lose Paulo and uh, maybe Madison, but I don't see a lot of other players that they lose in that side, which means that you know, and they've got Hopgood to come straight in, and they've got. Cartwright, so yeah, um, yeah I, and they've got RCG. He's probably blacklisted from playing Origin again because Cleary's on that team. But um, <laughs> but but I I still see like they got some good depth in their forwards. I think Parramatta. Yeah. So like like even like that player was it Greg uh, Makatoa. All these young guns that can they can fill in and do a job for them. So there's not much difference there when they do go away. So Parramatta will be a force reckon with the Origin period. Yeah, absolutely. And on the other side, so we've got good old Lockie Miller, who's another one if you're looking to upgrade Turbo or, you know, uh, Locked on Miller, although their draw does get a little bit tougher, but they do play, play round 13. Gagai will play Origin. Um, but Marzu and Best, you know, like I miss Marzu and I, I'm annoyed yet. It wasn't a deliberate, I was, I got, you know, I'm not going to go into excuses, but I, I wanted to get him. But I'll tell you a person that's a little potty that's actually scoring really well in that side is Fitzgibbon. Lock on Fitzgibbon. So if you're if you're trying to downgrade someone like Elise Katoa this week and you're looking for someone, Curran and Fitzgibbon are both um they'll give you change. 
and play and one, with the team. Yeah, I, I agree with that, especially with um with Ponga back as Absolutely. well. Because Ponga and Fitzy, they work really well together, don't they? So yeah, that could be a good little combination there. And you notice that Lachlan Miller, he's not that sweep type player. He does all that busting and tackle bust and that kind of stuff. And he'll do your hit ups coming back from his in twenty, but he doesn't do the the back play. It's Ponga, uh, yeah. and Ponga does put that short ball in very well for Lachlan Fitzgibbard. So you know, if you're looking for a pod, uh, plays round thirteen. He's your man. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm getting Dylan Brown this week, so I'm really hoping he does a good job for me. But I think this is a good game for him to do so. But in saying that, I don't think the Knights have been as bad as we all think they have been. Like they're being much better than they were the last few years. Like they they haven't lost because like, they were they were very competitive against Penrith that game. I, I, I would go as far as to say that they're the second most improved side behind the yeah. Warriors. Yeah, you know? I, that's, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you say, I mean, I still can't get over the people arguing that oh they played so well they should have got a point. You know, like. It, it does my head in some of this stuff. You know, they play well. They didn't get there. It, it is what it is. I've never been a fan of the Golden Point, but mm. it is what it is. Yeah, the most second most improved side, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. So, all right, I'll move on to this game. This game here, I'm looking forward to, actually. It's going to be uh, Broncos versus South Sydney. I'm looking forward to this game. Suncorp Stadium there, I believe. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm, look, I'm liking this game a lot. It might be um, South might have a bit of an advantage there with a few key players out. Yeah, well, both their second rowers, from memory, they've got, um, who was it? Yeah, Host and Cheekam. Um, I, I don't like either, to be fair. Um, but in the Broncos, uh, in, the two players that I do like from Bunnies, I already have um, Latrell Mitchell, but Isaiah Tass, another one who's priced at a nice price range. So if you're looking for someone uh, to bring into the back line again that plays round 13, I, I like Tass. Campbell Graham has priced himself out. I, I was 3K short to get... Campbell Graham, so I went Toho for his 29 mm-hmm. on your Toho. <laughs> and, t- <laughs> and Tass is um, the only thing I don't like about Tass in this game is um Staggs has been showing how good of a defender he has been lately. Um Tass, great attacker, and he's on that side because I think uh, yeah, Campbell Graham's right. been playing on the right hand side lately. So um yeah, I think it might be a challenge this game for Tass. But um, yeah, I do like I agree. Stags, Stags is a demon defender, and you're right, Tass does run at Stags in this game. Yeah. And and speaking of the Broncos. I mean, Reese Walsh, in my opinion, is now a sell. Their draw gets tougher from here. Having said that, I feel like this round's going to impact a lot of people with uh, out, so they might not be in the luxury of being able to trade yeah. Reese Walsh. Um, but the other one I like as a as a pod is Herbie Farnsworth. Yeah, I was um looking at making a trade. Um, so downgrade. I mean, I was looking at potentially boosting this week. Um, and one of them was to turn um Alamonte into Farnsworth because he's actually had a really good. Uh, I'm not sure what his price was, but it was at a really good price. Like, yeah. uh, I had, I think I had about six twenty to spend, and I had a hundred k left or something when I looked at it after getting him. So, um, my, anyway. my back line in draft is Tass, Herbie Farmworth, um, Bradman Best, and Lachlan Miller with Caelan mm. Ponger at fullback, and those four have been just so, quietly achieving every round. Mm. You know, like especially uh, Tass and uh, Miller, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And farmer. All Um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll spoil alert for me. I'm actually thinking that Latrell is a d- decent captain option this week. Um, because I think that they're going to be going through the middle a little bit, and I think, um, I reckon Latrell, um, could put on a bit of a show here. Uh, I think, I think Rabbitohs get away with this one. I think. Just, just one last thing I wanted to say because there's a couple of things happening here. So for the Rabbitohs to beat a Tyler returns from a knee injury in a boost for the Bunnies, and and Hame Sello goes to the bench, and Daniel Safida back to 18th man. 
<laughs> and for the Broncos, uh, Corey Oates has got a knee injury, which brings Jesse Arthurs onto the wing. And of mm-hmm. course, Ezra Mann's out and um, and Palacia replaces Payne Hass. And uh, look, just want to say this. If you're selling Payne Hass, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just don't. It's just, just a the one week. Yeah. 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 It's just the one week. I, think I, I, I had a choice to sell. I needed to have another front row to play, and I could. Um, I'm, I'm just selling Welch because he's not playing 13, and um, he's not playing this week, so I'm just selling Welch, and um, it actually helps me now. Now I'm going to have Tarpany and Hass as my two front rowers moving forward. So, I, um, and I, don't get me wrong, Welch isn't doing anything wrong. He's not doing much great either. So, <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. He, he's usually known for his offloads. I mean, he he did well getting his 55. If you watch the game, he got a lot of that in the second half. Um, I actually think it's time to sell well. She's done his job. Yeah. Um, and t- that was my plan this week. I- I've got Tarpany and I was going to go uh, Welsh to Hass. Yeah. So, um, I-, I wished I had to start at Hass instead of Tarpany, but it is what it is. Oh, this is where Tarpany starts to take a role. This is what I think it's, it's forgetting now. I reckon he's still quietly averaging 61 right now and he's not really doing much. So I reckon this is the time of the year where he starts to go really well, Tarpany. Yeah. That's why I'm trying to get on now and get ahead of the game. So. Well, that's the game we're up to anyway, which is the Raiders versus um, the Dolphins. And um, one of the most traded in this round is Robert Jennings. Um, <laughs> I I don't hate it. His price range, I, I won't be doing it. But, you know, I mean, if you need to trade down to trade up, um, you know, for people that are doing that trade, they must be selling someone like I'm imagining uh, Warbrick or yeah. Taruva. Yeah, don't sell Taruva. Even if he doesn't play, I just think that the Panthers, um, you're going to want him, even though you don't have him for round 13, you're going to want him for 14. Mm. So people start building the 13, take a real good look at the buy rounds because if you start building just the 13, you might find yourself in trouble because there's a few players from round 13 that are missing round 14. Yeah, I think there's like there's like a what, half the teams don't play on round 13, but then there's three teams that don't play in 14, That's and it's right. an unusual one. So yeah, yeah, I know if that was a bit going to sneak up on a few people, I reckon that one. So I think it's Manly and Eels were two of them. I yeah, the other one it might have been Bunny. No, it wasn't. Bunny. I can't remember who the other one was. I I should know that. All right. Um, uh, and Dol- uh, so we got uh, Canberra and Dolphins. Um, yeah. So I uh, do. Would you if you had if you bought Jennings? though, would you play him? No, no, I wouldn't. I mean, well, if you had to play him, but I mean, our back line should be looking a lot better now. We've you know most people should have four gun center wings by now, surely. Um, so he's purely a money buy, I would imagine. Um, Raiders do leak on edges, so I mean, you know, he, he may go well. I personally wouldn't be playing him. Um, the other players in here of interest, obviously, we talked about Joseph Tarpany. I think he's a buy. People are looking at Jeremy Marshall King uh, for Grant, another one I just would not be doing. Mm. Uh, personally, I'll be holding Grant all the way through, and he just showed you why you want to keep him. He was one, of, and the other one, of course, is Hudson Young. Although he's on the um, peripheral for playing State of Origin, so just be careful of that. Yeah, there's a few players on that peripheral now, which makes it hard. It's every year, there's always a couple of those guys on the edge. I think last year it was Cotter, and then Cotter came out and got a, just killed it in Origin. So, yeah, Carrigan um, and Cotter were insane last year. Yeah, yeah my, my nerves, because I, I, I got um, Madison a bit earlier, and I was like, oh, he's looking good. I'm hoping he doesn't get that Origin spot, but he, he's a very big chance of getting it the way he's been playing lately. So, Well, the, I think Olakawatu is more of a chance. That, I think the one thing that goes against Madison is his, in, his HIA history, yeah. and I, I don't know that will rule him out or not, but I'm, I personally would have – I love Madison. He would be yeah. in my Origin side. Yeah, he's been doing pretty good. Like, last week was the worst score I got from him, and it was, what, 59 he got. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that base. So. Yeah, yeah, his base is solid. 
That's you. All right. So uh, after that game, we've got Manly versus the Gold Coast. Um, any thoughts here? Are we thinking Turbo going to play? Do you know? Just all, all guessing right now, aren't we? Yeah, well, we are. I mean, the report's back is that he's got to do run, captain's run. So I keep your eye out. Um, personally, what I can say to you is that um, Sloan pays in the last game. For those that are looking at going turbo to Sloan, just wait. I mean, you can make that trade um, at the man at the announcement of the Manly game. You know, I personally am going to hold turbo. Although, look, I've been watching him very closely. And as I said in the chat last week, I, and I kept saying to my son, I, I just, something in my gut tells me, go Tedesco, don't go Turbo. Mm-hmm. He's just not looked right, has he? I, I don't know. I'm getting run. I, I think it was that, in that first game I watched him, he made that break and he didn't even bother running. Didn't even yeah, bother he, running. He just turned around and looked for a player. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's managed to get points for me in those first few games and made a lot of money for me, but... He's just, yeah. I think he's just been getting lucky there because he's not like he got run, gets run down by Stefano, was it? <laughs> I think I ran him down. Yeah. So, so the players, if you don't own David for Peter, David for Peter, that's someone that you should be owning in your side. Tino Fasuamu, I only have you say his name. He's been incredibly good as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so Sammy hasn't been too bad. I think Pereira's a sell now. So if you're looking to move someone on, that's probably who I'd be looking at. Ruben Garrick and Turbo were a huge letdown last week, but. If anyone's considering selling Garrick, I just wouldn't do that. Um, if Turbo's out, he'll move to fullback. Oh, actually, he might not. Weeks will probably come in at fullback. Yeah, if you, I reckon if that happens, like my, my my fear is that Turbo plays and he just plays very limited, which he has been, and then gets subbed off. And that's my fear. Yeah. I'd rather him get not named and then have weeks there because um, that way I'm not. It's like what happened with um host a couple was it last week or yeah last week host. He yeah. um gets named everything. Everyone's looking good. People traded him in, ready to go for that price rise. And he yeah. plays thirty minutes and buggers off. So um, I think um, I'd rather have that complete, yeah, knowing that he's not going to play before you go. So. <laughs> so, so someone I haven't mentioned is Cooper John. So that Schuster is just he, people kept saying he got dropped. He actually didn't. He's really hurt his uh, calf. It's another oh yeah. whatever it is. Um, I, I'm actually starting to consider Cooper Johns as for Katoa. Katoa mm-hmm. to Cooper Johns plays in that buy round. Um, yeah, could be interesting. Yeah, and um, also I was like, even if what if he doesn't if he does come back and play next week, for example, is he really showing anything? Like, no, mate, he was terrible, absolutely yeah. terrible. He made zero tackles, zero runs. You know, he made tackles, sorry, but you know, he was just so inactive. He was so ineffective. Mm. He was so uninterested. That's what I, I was thinking. Yeah, that's the word I was going to use. Very disinterested, wasn't he? That's what yeah, I was. Yeah, that's thinking. right. To be fair, though, the Tigers came off a bye. I said to you that this game would remain within 10, and I was right, just for those that are out there laughing at me, saying that the Tigers would stay within 10 and manly. Um, yeah, all right. So we'll go to the next one, brother. Yeah, so yeah. speaking of um, Tigers, next one, Panthers versus the Tigers. Um, I- I'm going to say this out now. Um, I think at the start of this season, you were saying the Tigers may be that team that might be a bit more elusive and get you know, tr- struggle to get points against. I'm thinking, I'm seeing some signs of that now. Yeah. Um, they just had a, a few new players in there that weren't quite meshing too well, but I think they're starting to get there. Not there yet, but they have it. You can see it, it's moving forward. I think the young Buller, um, fullback. I don't know if you saw him get out of that twenty when he was trapped. You know, he, he he's interesting. What I see from the Tigers is I I do believe they're trying and they're defending well. They just don't have the points in them. So as you just pointed out, I think they'll be super coach point killers in their defence. But I just think that that they'll still struggle to win games, especially against a side um, 
like the Panthers. What I think is interesting is Tyron Peachy's come in. Mm. Um, I, I think that's solid for Penrith. He's, you know, as much as some people don't like Peachy, he's a good player. Yeah, I've always loved Peachy as a perfect fourteen. Um, but yeah, he is. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything bad. I just like the idea of Jenkins or McLean coming in instead. But that's that's just me. I think um, Peachy's yeah. more solid though. You can probably trust him a bit more. But in saying that, you got to think um, like it's this game. There's there's been word that there's going to be restings. They've yeah, named that's... most of their players, obviously, but there's going to be there's some word like they've got Cogger on the centre bench there ready to go. They have Jenkins on the centre bench as well, ready to go in case Taruba's out as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's gonna be some big change. This is the big game. We're gonna look out for some changes, and yes, because yeah. it's the, because it's the third last game of the season, we need to have something planned, ready to go. Well, absolutely. And the other thing is, if you pay attention to the extended bench, they pulled a lot of players out of the um Reggies or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and the positions, you know, it's a centre there. There's a half there. So just watch mm-hmm. Cleary Taruva. Hopefully, they pull out their number nine and let old. Um, Luke. Luke, yeah. <laughs> um, have, have a run for 60 or 80. Yeah, so yeah, my, my, my fear here is a lot of people might be considering captaining, um, say a Cleary here. Um, but my fear is just that potential changes there with having Cogger there available. So, um, and if if you put the captain on him, what many how many choices do you have of captain afterwards? If, yeah, he, right. if he does get dropped or does they have, say, gonna they won't do it, but if they have Cogger on the bench, for example, to relieve him. If he's not feeling that right, it's a risk going, going clear as captain for sure. If you're looking for a buy in this game, by the way, Critters are by uh, mm. goal kicking at the moment with Cleary out. So if you're looking for someone from Penrith, you know, with a bit of strike, uh, people are talking about Toho. I got Toho. They just, it just does not get past Critter and it just does not get past Targo. So if Saruva does play this week, Peachy does pass a little better than Targo. So um, if he does play this week, I, I reckon he could score quite well. Yeah, I'm liking that. I, I've got Tarubra on my starting team at the moment because, um, yeah, yeah, I am happy with that because Peachy has that very good ball-playing kind of skills when he needs to yeah. use it, playing yeah. in the halves, playing at lock. Um, so I'm really liking the idea of uh, Tarubra getting some ball there. Um, but that's if he even plays. But that, that angle injury looked a bit nasty when he did when, he, when that yeah. sniper got him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've done that myself, rolled playing touch, and it's... You know, I, I think you'll play, but I, like I said, I've had it happen before and it can bruise right up and you can yeah. sit out for two or three weeks. So yeah. it depends how bad it affected him. Unlucky for him, he did it. He's got caught on camera doing it, poor bugger. So it <laughs> never happens to me when I've done it before. So Yeah, just on Stefano, if you are in the abilities of selling right now, he'd be a perfect sell for Tarpany. If you're looking, mm. like if you do have Hass, like, I know, I mean... It, just just kick along with it this week. Even if you have to play Mole or if you have to play Sonny Luke, just do it. Don't go trading out Grant or Haas just mm. for the one-round points. Save those trades. Kick along with the points this week. You will make them up, trust me. Yeah, I'm playing to final this week because I have no choice. Um, yeah. But to me, 30, 40 points there, um, I'll take that considering yeah. rather than selling a 70, 80-point-a-week guy. And, uh, and, and versus the um, Panthers, he should get pretty good base. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you'll make a few more tackles there in the middle there. So, because yeah. like we said, we, we all know that the wingers, the wingers from Penrith don't get the ball. It's always going down the middle. So, you know, there's going to be more tackles made by the front rowers, the middle forwards. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Even if um, Taho and Taruva come up through the middle when they're bringing it back. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this next game, I'm I'm going to look forward to watching this game. It's going to be the Warriors versus the Roosters. Yeah. Um. Oh, Warriors fought hard. Oh, it was a great game to watch. I enjoyed that. Um. They should have won. Yeah. Yeah. For mine, they should have won. They look. 
I, I was so annoyed. I actually I played Schuster over Ford, and I played Warbrick over Perham. Perham got eighty seven, and Ford scored in the first try of the game. So I was an unhappy camper. Yeah. And Schuster just sat there and done nothing. And Warbrick will uh, earn his name. The brick just does. Yeah. I played Warbrick and I also played Schuster, but I also played Ford, so that made me a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, nice. so, um, look, um, I really like this game. Mate. Yeah. No, I, that's what I was going to say. I really like this game. Look, there's a few players of interest I think that you could buy in here. So I'm actually buying Josh Curran yeah. uh, starting at 13. Look, he only played 25 minutes last week for 17 points. So people are probably looking at that and, and scared off. If you go through and look at his stats, he's had some pretty good scores when he started at lock. So um, points per dollar, him or uh, Olakuatu, I feel are really good buys at the moment. The one thing about Curran over Olakuatu is Olakuatu is another on the peripheral who could play origin. Curran won't, can't. You know what I mean? So the other ones of interest. So people are going to laugh at this. Sean Johnson, right? I got him in my draft, mate, because no one had him. And I'm like laughing the way to the bank. He's killing it for me. Sean Johnson is absolutely killing it. And at the moment, Cleary is not goal kicking. You mm. know, like I haven't seen anything as insane, but, you know, it, it's it's an option if you're one of those daredevils out there. Uh, and the other one that I liked at the moment, there was one other one. Oh, of course, Aiden Fanua Blake. I said it last week. I'll say it again this week. Uh, if you're looking for a front rower and you've got, you know, Hass or you've got Welsh, sorry, and you want to move up to someone, you couldn't go much worse than going with Aiden Fanua Blake. I'd even talk you into going him over. Yeah, that minutes. was literally what I was about to ask you then. Would you go – because yes. I, I watched him on the weekend, mate. He looked like he was having a crack. He was on fire that game. They all are, mate. Look, the, the Warriors, they they had, they bought the best this season. They are playing up the middle, mm. hard, tough footy. And yeah. uh, and I actually think they'll beat the Roosters this week. And I know my son's a Roosters supporter. I hope he didn't hear me and come out. And... <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't for him. But mm. I just think that they, they, they've got the game in and they could upset the Roosters. Honestly, I see this game. If it was in Sydney, it'd be a close one. I think the Warriors actually get them in at home. So, yeah. yeah. The other thing I was going to say is, so a lot of people are looking at buying Tedesco this week. I don't know if Tedesco looks the same this season either. I mean, he scored a try early in the game, and he still only ended up with about sixty-nine. Was it? Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he has solid base though, and he's always in the top five scorers in Supercoach. So. To have Latrell and Tedesco, I, I would not be unhappy with that myself. Yeah. I, I, it's gone, I, I'm looking forward to when Puppy's back to see what he's doing because at the moment, the only fullback or besides Walsh who stood out uh, was Latrell, um, really, because yeah. the uh, turbo at the start, now he's kind of gone off the rails and then you had Walsh that was doing really well, but he's probably a sell now. But then you've got to think, Who's the other option? Like, there's, I'm, I'm waiting for Puppy to come back. And what we are around nine now, the prediction at the start of the year was round 10. Yeah. Um, I've heard nothing of that. has gone quiet for a while, though, hasn't it? <laughs> so... If you own Nat Butcher or Egan Butcher, I'd be moving them on. Even though Egan Butcher, in my opinion, was the second best player on the field from Kiri. Um, but at the moment, they've got Sestili and Gus back, and um, they're going to take minutes, eventually probably take them spots. So, you know, if you're looking for someone to move on, Egan or Nat could be a good play. Yeah, definitely. All right, last game of the round, St. George Dragons versus the Bulldogs. Uh, talk about uh, a nice go to sleep early uh, on Sunday, I think. Yeah. You. <laughs> yeah, well, so Preston, obviously, most people would own. I would be holding him for this game. I think this would be an interesting game. The two fullbacks are the talk of the town, really. Um, Tyrone Sloan's the most sport in this round. Um, he's got a minus 35 break even. I own Hayes Perham. 
I considered going from Hayes Perrin to Sloan, but I feel it's sideways, so I'm just not going to do it. But I don't hate the idea of going turbo to Sloan, plays round 13, put some money in the bank, build some money. Um, you know, there's not a lot you can do now. Turbo's just leaking really badly, yeah. and you don't want to leak him right down to 500k. Yeah, it's a bit nerve-wracking there because um, I, I started with him and he went up quite nicely and now he's gone back down again. So um, I, I've got one more week of whether I trust him or not. That, um, so honestly, if he doesn't play this week, I might even just hold on this week because I wouldn't lose any cash. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, if he, if he, the week after, I'll be selling him more than likely just because I'm nervous. Yeah, I just know the smoker's out. Yeah, Mogo. Remember when he scored that um that try? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he hurt his arm. He was like he was holding his whole arm. I'm not. Sure. I thought it was a big stinger, but he was in pain towards the end. He was trying to call to get off. So the way they're playing, they're playing to his side really well, and they're creating that overlap really nicely. And he's a big, mm. strong body, and um, you know, very hard to stop. I've never been a fan um of him in Super Coach, but I I think you couldn't if he was still playing this particular round, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah, with his negative break even. But- we need to get some news on how long that injury is because um, I think was it Max Fangai um he's actually coming in who's a bit of a cheapie. Yeah, that's um, right. They yeah. got Matthew and Max. Yeah, actually, that's what I said. That's why I didn't notice. So Max yeah. guy, if we can, I'll I'll find out that information for you on yeah. the NRL. So for those that don't know, just type in NRL Casualty Ward twenty three, and it'll give you the list of injuries. I did post it on the page this morning, and there's a long list. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, that wraps all the games up. Is there anything you want to talk about? Moving Just one more. Sorry. Jack Bird. If you're looking yes. for a pod, uh, Jack Bird's duel, he's been playing some bloody great football. Hasn't quite mm-hmm. translated into super coach, but, um, you know, I, I don't hate it. Yeah, well, ceiling wise, not translating, but he's still getting pretty decent scores. I think he's averaging right. about 60 odd every yeah. single game. So he's still pretty safe. So, um, yeah. Two things I want to talk about. Let's start with Jack White. Mm hmm. What do you think about the Souths buying Jack White? And geez, I, I watched the NRL 360 tonight and Kent done my head in. The bias that he has with um, Ricky Stewart is just so annoying. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of them buying him? Honestly, mate, like as long as he's not, I, I'm always against breaking contracts. As long as he's not breaking a contract, I don't see what's wrong with it. You know what I mean? Like he wants to go out and play. And honestly, that'd be a scary thought. Not because he's playing, him playing in South team with these brothers down there, essentially. They, yeah. they, they're going to have a great connection. Like, you need to have that kind of mesh connection ready to go. Yeah. And, they, and they're going to be like in each other's minds when they're playing. They're going to be doing some crazy stuff. If I'm looking forward to watching him play down there. Um, I've never been a big fan of the Raiders altogether. I, I, I live in Canberra, and I'm probably the most hated. I hated the most out of all the teams. I, and I go for Penrith, so I'm supposed to hate Parramatta more, but I hate Canberra more, just so you know. Um, yeah. And Ricky is one of the main reasons for that. Um I'm hoping he doesn't listen to our podcast because uh, I'm sure he's a nice guy off the field, but uh, he's got a lot of bad things to say about Penrith, so deal with it. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the thing I think that um, Jack brings to that side is, I mean, they've got a gun spine, they've got a gun side, and he literally covers nearly everything. You could mm-hmm. play him at lock, you could play him at 5'8", you could play him at centre, you could even play him at fullback. So uh, I think it's a, a terrific sign, and I believe he's going there because he wants to, wants to win a grand final. And for me... If I if I like he's been on for the last four years a million a year so he's made four million just in four years so taking a little pay cut to get a premiership you know if I played as long as he had and had didn't have a premiership I'd want one too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I think um I, I never really liked him personally um but that's mainly because I like 
are humble players. Since so this is coming from a Panthers fan, where those yeah, yeah. guys aren't really humble. <laughs> but I'm saying that the, the people, the players that I like that are my favorite are the humble ones. The ones that like the Nico Hines. I think he's one of my favorite players at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah. A bit humble. And then, and then there's Brian Toto, who might be a bit of smart ass, but he's a bit cocky and but still yeah. humble the same way. You know what I mean? You know, I love that kind of stuff. And yeah. I, I've never been a big fan of Jack Whiten personally, but I always thought he was a quality player. And he was actually this is one thing I've always been an advocate for is even though I don't like him, he's built for origin. Yeah, way, absolutely. Yeah, he's got that mongrel in him. He's got that, you know, that he is, yeah, I've always liked him at origin level. Yeah, um, so I respect where respect is given. And I think, um, yeah, if he goes down there, South will be scary next year. What's with 5H? We've got Robert Louis, uh, Louis. We've got Walker, Cody Walker. We've got Dylan Walker. And we've got um, Jack. And they're probably my four most hated players. <laughs> like, seriously. So, like, yeah, there's not much, much else to cover this week, guys. Um. Well done to all those that are doing well in the Tragics comp. Uh, all those that are doing well in the AJC comp, the Andrew Johns Cup. Well done to Herbie's, mate. He's having a good season. And you too, Dan. Good on you, mm-hmm. mate. Like, it's good to get a bit of respect on our pod and at least one of us is doing well. It's <laughs> yeah, usually it's just one of us doing well, so that's all Yeah, that's good. right. Well, last year, you know, it's, we have our years. That's the way it plays out, you know what I mean? It's We all know what we're doing. It just comes down then who gets the right rub of the green, done it. It makes the right decision at the right time and, you know, but... That that's the way it is, you know. For me, I I've actually stopped talking in the chats when the games are playing because I get so wound up yeah. that I think, all right, I'm just not going to talk in the chat until the game finishes because I'm right. As soon as yeah. the game's over, I'm right. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny you say that because I don't talk in the chats when any games come, especially when my team's playing. Because yeah. I love listening to the chats and I've seen what the chats are doing. And when someone is actually got their team playing and the ref making calls, you just sound like a catty little bitch when you're yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to sound like that. I'm just going to get over it. I'm going to yeah. watch and get the popcorn out and watch the conversation go. It's always good. It's mainly when the Tigers play, bro. I'm just so yeah. big and frustrated with the Tigers at the moment. And the other thing I'm frustrated with is just, I keep second guessing myself and both times my decisions have been made on fear. You know, mm. like I could have looped Latrell, but because um, everyone was on Cleary, and it was like 64% or something were captaining mm. Cleary, and I thought, oh, no, I'm 3K. I don't want to take that risk of him going huge, so I didn't do it. Then the next week, I thought to myself, let's get Tedesco. Then all of a sudden, I thought, everybody's gone turbo. Oh, it's just going to bite me. And I had the VC on Hind as well, and I kept sitting there. <laughs> from now on, the one thing I'm going to do from now on is I'm not following the pack. I've yeah. always done the best, Dan, when I've just trusted my own gut. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all. That's the best advice you can ever give anyone. So absolutely, man. So, speaking of best advice, let's start talking trades and captain talk. Are you doing any trades all this week, mate? I am, mate. So I'm doing Elise Katoa to Curran or mm-hmm. Olakawatu. It's one or the other. I haven't quite uh, decided. I'm thinking I'm leaning towards Curran. Yeah. And um, the only trade I may make is Turbo to Sloan if Turbo's ruled out. If Turbo plays, I might just bite my teeth and go with it. Um, I've got a lot of numbers this week, so I've actually got a fairly strong side. A lot of sides are pretty heavily impacted. So, yeah, that'll be my only trade, mate. Katoa yeah. the current. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at moving. Um, so, Munster, he's not going to play very many games moving through Origin. So, I'm going to go Munster to Brown. So, to me, very sideways, but I'm going to get more points in the long run. So, I have to be a bit, a bit of an upgrade in the long run. Yeah, um, I like it. So and then I'm gonna get that that cash I get there actually helps me go Welch to Tarpany, but I'm thinking about leaning towards AFB now. I like that um idea of that. Just you know, see have have a quick look, do a bit of uh see how my gut feels, but um I'm liking that. Um I've got when I do those trades, I still have three spare green dots ready to go. So um 
if there's any late carnage, I I want to, but I've got the Isaiah Katoa there ready to play. I've got Alamonte there ready to play. And really last resort, I've got Dunster still sitting there. So um, I've still got a few there. These guys are the last resort. But if I'm looking like I might have a really shocker of a round and I need to do something, I might even just look at um, trade. Because I've got a bit of cash there now from that downgrade. I can always trade Warbrick out and actually get in a higher higher center wing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and maybe look at a Herbie Farmworth. If I can get a Herbie Farmworth, that might be a little sneaky option there. So Yeah, I really like that trade. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. And I really like the matchup. Although I'll talk to you about this later on. I've actually gone through and looked at what sides who's more depleted and the matchups that I've written it down. We'll, we'll talk about that closer to mm-hmm. round 13, but um, who'll be missing, who so what sort of who'll be running at who, that kind yeah. of stuff. So but I, I do like them trades, especially like Aiden Fanua Blake. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a bit more potty as well because a lot of yeah. people, a lot of people already have Tarpany, so IFB might be a sneaky little one. So and, and the fact that you're up where you are, you want that, you know, yeah. like everyone's going to go to Tarpany. You got Hass. I mean, Hass and AFB are very similar models in the builds, and they yeah. have that. They're very robust players. Tarpany's um, got the offload. AFB doesn't quite have that as much in his game, but his tackle bus and his, you know, his. I just feel like it's got the ceiling at the moment in that Warriors side. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, let's talk BC um, captain choices. What are we looking at? So I'm either going to straight captain Hines mm. or I might VC because I've got a fairly short bench, which means my A's are pretty um, – I might captain Latrell and vice-captain Hines. I think yeah. they're the only two I've really considered this week. Literally no point in me saying anything. That's exactly what I'm doing as well. Oh, is that right? Um, yeah, so yeah. I've got the troll at the moment. Um, I do have the option of Manu as well as a captain, but um, I don't like Manu against um the Warriors who aren't really leaking as many. I understand Munster got a nice ton against them last week, but at home, Warriors are another beast even higher. So yeah, um, so I where was this game being played at? Oh, I just know I'm just knowing it was New Zealand were playing. Um, it's at New Zealand home. I just haven't even looked at um. I just I I, I always put down who's who's the home game is it. Yeah, I haven't even right. seen where the game is. I just know that it's New Zealand home game. So I, I, I agree with you. In the middle, there's is their strength, the Warriors, and I, I don't like Manu as a C for this game myself. Yeah. I agree you with know, you. You know, I'm Mount Smart, so yeah, it is there. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Mm. Yeah, so um, I think, um, but yeah, it is because I still got, like I said, I got Katoa, I got Alamonte, and I got, um, who else have I got there? Like Dunstar. Do I really just want to avoid the pain of offering the loop or just get captain him? So yeah. yeah, so it might be the op- might be the better option, but I'm like I, I also my gut says Latrell goes big this week. Yeah, so, I feel um, it too. So all good, all right. Nothing. Uh, do we do, do you want to do a couple of bold predictions or? Oh uh, yeah, I I really haven't looked at it to be honest with you, mate. I I I like um, I'm going to say Tass to go seventy five plus. I like it. Um, I will say Cleary is going to go sub seventy, which is, yeah. against the Tigers is actually a pretty bold prediction. So, yeah, it is. <laughs> so it is. awesome. All right, if you're going to pod this week, though, Cleary could be a captain option, but just keep in mind that he could be out. Can I just say something at the end of our pod before we finish? Mm-hmm. We set up Tragic's page um, with a specific audience in mind, which is that we're PG. We don't like any of this nonsense. So I just want people to understand that are on our page. We won't tolerate um, people that go out of their way to be write nasty things or say swear words on our page. I had one specifically the other day where I actually warned both of them not to do it. It's been good, our page, for a long period of time. Mm. We're starting to grow a lot, and I just want people to understand that's how our page works. 
Mm. We want to be able to have women and children come on our page and know that they can read what we're putting up there without reading all that stuff, hate stuff that people want to do sometimes. Save that for the other pages. Yeah, I'm not one of those guys that wants to build the biggest biggest page with the most 20,000 people. I'd rather boot the people out who are being rude and have the people that are here nice and close and happy. So absolutely, um, it does not bother me at all. I will stick around the 2,000 mark for as long as we need to. If that anyone over 2,000 is starting to be rude, they're gone. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, that, that pretty much wraps everything up. So thanks, everyone, Tom, everyone uh, for listening in, and we'll be back again next week. Hope you all have a good week, everyone. Bye. Oh no, now the knee, well that was it, Manu, what's he done there, he sold the dummy with a knee injury, it's a fake knee injury, Manu set up a throw for Bobarovsky. It's the next tackle, he gets an offload, he goes back and gets the football, probably feels a cramp coming on in the back of his calf, and then just takes (laughs) off. Oh, what a beauty. So... You pick which has been the better moment. The bloke kicking the ball back from the traffic at the southern end, or Manu, the cramp, the fibber, and takes off to set up a try.